One, two, one, two. We are back. Little hiatus. GYGB podcast. I'm your co-host, Brittle Flat. Here with my man, R.O.D. What is goody, my man? Man, it is a lot of, as the world turned in boxing, man. It, it was a hiatus, man, but we got a lot to talk about, man. It's like a, it's like a soap opera. Yeah, man, absolutely. Um, Obviously, before we... uh. Before we get to you know you know the obvious uh, you know while you're tuning in to you know to talk about boxing and and th- other things as such, uh, this, you know this is you know the obvious you know this is our platform and, and I feel like you know it, it's only right that you know we we have to just discuss what transpired last week, man. And and for me, you know being being um you know, the, the, the South, you know, the South Florida chapter of the GYGB, you know, click, you know, the, the tragedy that took place last week, uh, in Parkland, uh, which is really, man, like literally five miles from me. Um, it, it, it's really like hit home for us, man. And, you know, and I, you know, and just talking to people, you know, you, you have that kind of like six degrees of separation. Like there's, I know a lot of people and there's a lot of other people that, you know, have ties to that school in some fashion, you know, and even in the case where like, you know, you don't have kids that were directly there, man. I mean, I think just, you know, all over the country, people are really affected by this, man. And, you know, and us being parents too, man, uh, you know, you know, I mean, your kids are older, but, you know trying to explain it to a five-year-old you know what happened i mean it's you don't want to get into detail obviously but you know at the same time it's you know you kind of have to put it in the air because it's hard to like keep them away from it you know but um i mean first and foremost man like i and i've you know i i've obviously i've been you know all week man i mean between my wife and and things as such uh and the family man i mean i i've you know my condolences to all the all the family members um and really like the friends and 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 people that worked at that school who have seen these kids and and these adults that just tragically lost their lives to a lunatic man um you know is is you know is there something you want to you, you know you want to add on to uh you know obvi- you know uh while we're here, you know, uh, you know, talking about the subject. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's just a, you know, you know, you're blessed, man, for those people who lost their lives or lost a loved one um, or someone you know uh, in this uh, ordeal. Um, I'm just going to say, man, it's just a cowardly act, man. And 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 what I mean by that is, you know, we can we can change gun laws all we want. You know, we can blame things on our presidents because, you know, things like this were happening on Obama's watch. It was happening on Trump's watch, you know, having fair balance. You know, <clears throat> the one thing that you and I talked about was that, you know, no child, no, a, no parent sends their child to school to get bullied nor shot at. And at the end of the day, man, there's a couple things that need to happen. And one of them is basically metal detectors. Like, how is it, man, that we can get into movie theaters 
we can get in supermarkets, we can get in schools, and we got these precious cargoes, right? But there's no metal detectors. But you guys have metal detectors. We have metal detectors at airports. Like, I would have just went to the airport and got scanned and then re-scanned because I was, like, basically, like, scanned crooked the first time. Like, why isn't that type of stuff happening in school? Right. You know? So that's number one. <clears throat> number two is, man, is that, you know, for these guys, for these perpetrators, man, if life is that hard, you got to go back to a school and kill kids or people that don't want to die. Why don't you just kill yourself, man? You know, I never understood, man. I mean, obviously, it's a, probably a class, a dichotomy of a killer, man. But, like, why don't you just kill yourself? Like, if, if life is that bad, man, you don't want to be here. Man, there's so many ways you can take yourself up out of here. But you ain't got to take a bunch of kids, teachers that love them, people that that really want to enjoy life as long as the world gives it to them. And just basically, like, just go, like, wild, wild west on people, man. I never understood that, man. Well, you know, it's it's funny because a lot of times it, it it's, <laughs> you get kind of the opposite, you know, th- th- there's two, that, that it could be like a two-way street because there are kids that, that, they will do that. They'll kill themselves or they'll do something like this to get attention and not even, you know, um, you know, cause the thing with this kid, man, um, he's really, he's aware of what he did, you know? And, and you know, when we, before we started talking about pleading insanity and you know, like, he's well aware of what he did, you know? Um, and, and it's just, it's just, it's just crazy, man, because you know, you don't, as a parent, you don't want to have the 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 thought in your head like our parents didn't have in the back of their heads that like our school was going to get shot up. You know, that's something that our generation at least right now has to worry about. You know, and and it's so just let me, let me, So let me let me say this real fast. <clears throat> you you're right. That kid was well aware that the the issue becomes though um not only was he well aware, okay? But Again, if you're trying to do anything for attention, may may I subscribe, man, that, like, there's things that's called bleach and and razor bleeds. Like, go cut yourself. You you understand what I'm saying? Like, go drink it. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't trying to be funny, but, like, stay away from people that really want to be here, man. And and to be honest, man, Roberto, we got to get metal detectors. Like, I mean, I, no I'm, for that, school, yeah, I'm for that, man. I'm for Every school should have a metal detector, man. I walked through an airport, man, last week, and literally, man, take off my shoes, take out your oh, laptop, a pain. take out yeah, your iPad, a pain, man. take out your phone. Yep. You know, and I was standing crooked, and they had, and they made me go reskin myself. So why aren't these kids and these students, man, that much more important than a freaking plane ride? You know what I'm saying? Just because we're in the air, like. Right. We gotta get it together, man. We, we gotta get it together. And I hate to disturb. I hate to like you know, bust up your wisdom, but it's just I never understood, man, why these schools don't have metal detectors. They need to have metal detectors. Well, I mean, I Go think them up. yeah, I think at this point, you know, it's this, it's gonna, bear, you know, <laughs> likely become a norm, man. I mean, uh, it, it, you know, you think it's you know, there's other there's other you know solutions that people are throwing out there to you know put guns on the teachers, and I'm like, you know, 
I have, you know, uh, someone, you know, my wife is in the education field and, you know, she's a 10 year, well, 10 year plus teacher. And it's, I, I, I don't think that's the answer. I think the metal detectors is a good, a very good option. I think advancing that technology where, you know, you can't walk in with blades or with, you know, nine millimeters or, or what have you, you know, um, because you know, the, the, you know the thing too is, I mean, we, we're we're talking about obviously, you know, that there's the whole op, the the whole situation with the you know the AR-15s and everything. But you know, at the same time, you can't allow a kid come in coming in with a twenty-two you know, or a nine millimeter. That is a lot easier to conceal to bring in. So that's things to consider as well. Um, you know, down the line. I mean, well, not even down the line, man. I mean, this has to be done now, man. I mean, it's. It's just, it's just crazy, you know, this, this, uh, um, it's kind of like, I saw this, this whole thing spiral, like, as it was happening, man, and it's just, it's insane how, um, you know, we're at a point now, man, where, like, you know, I don't know, we don't know exactly what's gonna happen, but, you know, something drastic is gonna come from this, man, um, hopefully in a, in, in a positive manner, man, I mean, that's all we can really hope for. But so um, you do know Roberto. You do know Roberto that people that have <clears throat> that people that your studies and people may not want to hear this, but the people that have the areas that have gun laws, right? Where you you're, you know where you're free to carry, right? And in places where they have people that are known to carry, they have less crime. Now, let me go back and put the car reverse. I'm not saying everybody needs to carry. What I'm saying is, is that if it's a school, instead of having a truancy officer, why don't you have an armed truancy officer and a metal detector? Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, make people think twice, man, other than just saying, well, I go up in the school and just shoot this joint up because nobody's going to say anything. Because, right. you know what I mean? Because, listen... Now, in the area where we are, they're passing laws where you can't carry big bags in the movie theaters. So well, yeah, if, you, if your wife too. likes big pocketbooks and stuff like that, yeah. they can't carry it. I'm going to be honest. If you're not going to have a metal detector, then honestly, you probably need to do that in these schools. Like, yo, you know, you you got people, man, y'all people walking around with these, with these big old, like... Family reunion bags, man. Well, like, yo, let me give yo, let me give you an example of what I experienced um, this past weekend. They have down here, like in my area, they have a a, a a yearly carnival that this church does, and you know, I went when I was a kid, and, and you know, we, you know, I take my little man. Back in the day, you can literally. Uh, I, I used to live behind the church, so we used to be able to just walk there, but at a point we would just park the car like in the, the this grassy area and just literally walk in yo I, I, we literally had to walk through a metal detector and they had people there that were checking the bags and the whole nine i'm like i was looking at my wife like yo man this is like really like a sign of the times man i mean like i never experienced this as a kid going up to a carnival and 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 not mind you, like not at like 
seven, eight o'clock. Cause like we used to go when we were kids, like it was like the cool thing to go like at night. And you know, when you're 13, 14 years old and you know, you know the whole deal. And, um, but this was like a, like two o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I think that, I mean, I, I do agree with you. Like I think nationwide there should be metal detectors in the school. Um, for sure. Like, absolutely, man. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, I mean, like I said, I mean, I, I, you know, I don't want to drown out the show, but I, it's, I obviously, you know, we, we, we got to discuss it and, you know, our, our thoughts and prayers are, are with the families, uh, that are, I mean, just, I, I can't even, I can't even fathom what they're going through. You know what I mean? Like it's, you know, I, it's like you know i'm sitting there and my wife is just you know it's like you don't even want to watch it right now but it's it's just you can't get away from it you know it's it's just it's you know nationwide news man but like i said man uh our our thoughts and prayers to the families and you know it's gonna it's gonna take some time man it's gonna it's gonna take definitely some time but um let let's uh move forward man uh we we finally had some we we had like a little dry spell um you know uh with fights so you know we uh and, and let me just say this is the first episode since y'all went to the parade celebrated officially <laughs> the Philadelphia Eagles let me let me just clarify and and say clearly Super Bowl champions yo so wow man what what was that experience like yo oh man we had fun man it was it was uh i mean you you've experienced with the miami heat man um but y'all, y'all, years, had, the, y'all had like way more like way that that thing was huge yo like just watching it live was just crazy yeah, it, it was it was surreal man and um you know we still talk about it to this day it's interesting man when in the past, to give you perspective, you would see Eagles gear. And when you saw Eagles gear, you looked at it and it was just like, okay, next year we got it. And now you see it and it's plastered and it's like, you know, kind of like, a, like, wow, man, this is great, man. This is really great, man. So, yeah, so it, it, it's still good, man. I think we're still um, trying to get over it. And um, we're happy. Yeah, man, that that that's it was it's just you know watching the game with y'all. I mean, well, I mean, I was down here, but I mean, even even the you know wifey was was cheering y'all, you know, for y'all, and you know myself too. I, I mean, we were just it, it's just you know we came from the you know we ain't Patriots fans. We ain't, I mean you, we already talked about. I, I we know you, you're a Brady fan, obviously, but at the same time, I mean. You know, this was history in the making, man. I mean, really, I mean, you guys, I think, are one of the big sports stories already, you know. Uh, but the I think really the the story was the speech, man. And I can't, I, that should just call it the speech, man. <laughs> I mean, what were you all like? Were you all in proximity of where that was happening? Like when, when, when he, when he, you know, this, this dude went off? Yeah, I think, you know, after a while, we had went over and um, we had we had left um, after we saw, because we were there from like 9. Yeah, man. 9, and we had left the house as early as 6.30. So we had left like around 2. But the speech was around there, and 
You know, it was one of the speeches, man, that you'll never forget Philadelphia history. You know, it goes along with the practice speech, you know? Yeah, yeah. That speech is up there, you know, it's iconic. And, um, you know, we're, we're just happy, man, that, like, you know, I think that if you use that speech, you could probably use it in any, like, form. Just insert name here, you know? <laughs> You know, I'm sure some people are using it at work. You know, all this stuff. Yeah, it was crazy, man. I mean that that was that was like that was like a moment in time for y'all, man. But uh mm-hmm. whew. so uh on to uh some boxing, man. We finally got some fights and I don't know where I don't really know where to start. Well, I mean the first fight the first fight that we got, um uh, well I don't know if I want to talk about the fights yet before I talk about couple little subjects um because there is things i want to talk about as far as the fights are concerned and what may lead after but i want to get your i want to get your thoughts because we, we talked about it briefly um amongst like you know like you know me you and, and you know shot the cold train who could you know couldn't make it tonight uh mikey garcia he's been somebody we've been talking about as far as like you know what's going to be next for for him you know because when we think about other fighters in boxing most of them have a set division, and Mikey looks like he's becoming this guy that's just hopping divisions, like in such a short period of time. So, there was an interview today with Unboxing Scene where he basically confirmed that he would rather fight Errol Spence than Vasily Lomachenko, and that he at 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 some point it is inevitable that he's going to move to welterweight. So. <laughs> stemming from the combo we had man like what what do you what do you think of uh uh you know i guess this confirmation well i think that you know what's, what's happening is you're <clears throat> you're talking about two different people you're talking about the people that are running from the fire and you got people that are running in the fire and here's a guy that's deciding to run in the fire or towards the fire yeah. where you get these 147 pounds that are just trying to run out of it. The second thing we're realizing is that it could be a situation where he's either too big or you know what, man, he's a guy that's just pushing himself for greatness. Mm. <clears throat> and the third thing, man, to be honest, man, is that let's face it. Is Lomachenko really going to move up? Cause I ain't got Mikey moving down to fight Lomachenko. So is Lomachenko really going to move up? and fight Mikey? No. So, the most obvious thing would be to fight Spence. And I'm not even talking about tactically. I'm I'm, I'm thinking that it would probably, he would probably, and to be honest, his style, he would do better against Spence than he would against Gomachenko anyway. If you're talking about, hear me out, if you're talking about losing weight and going down to fight that speedster versus moving up in weight and fighting somebody that's, like, really not going to do a Houdini act on you, you can find him. Like, you would probably do a, you'd probably be better fighting that guy. I'm just saying, man. Well, see, um, here, here's my take on it. I mean... I mean, he's going to get... Like, let me tell you something. He's going to get hurt against Earl Spence, but he would, he would do better against Earl Spence than he would against Gomachenko. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. Well, see, this is the thing. I, I think that <laughs> fight... It's kind of like well, I forgot who somebody one of these dudes online kind of actually nailed it, where it's like you you you're picking between 
the Lomachenko fight where I think Mikey might just get like severely outboxed and outworked. Where with Errol Spence, he'll land, he'll he may land shots, but here's the thing: what what what's what's the one thing we always talk about with Spence? He's a junior middleweight who can just who can make welterweight right now, right? Like that's <laughs> the reality. And I think while Mikey is, and I talked about this today, I think Mikey, his skills may carry him to 147, but I think the power. For at some point, it, it halts. You know, it carries with you to a certain point. And with Spence, he may hit, he may like, like, like he may tag Spence at some points, but like, think about the body shots that this dude's gonna land on him. And by the fifth round, how hard like Mikey's getting hit. And I'm like, damn, man. And he, and trust me, man, like, Mikey is really good, but yo, like, even when he was standing next to Broner, he like Broner's not the biggest guy, and he looked bigger than Mikey, you know. But I, again, I think we're gonna see maybe a couple fights at one forty, but it wouldn't shock me that at some point we might see like uh what we were talking about, like Danny and Mikey. Like I could see that fight happening, um, but I don't know, you know. Um, he's got the fight with Lipinitz coming up. That'll be for a 140 belt. I think he's done at 135, man. Like he's saying, you know, but we know how the, we know how this rolls. I think Lomachenko has the the better chance to fight Linares. I don't think it's gonna be next, but you know, uh, we'll we'll see what happens with Mikey. But over the weekend, we had uh, well, I'll, I'll, the the first fight was real well. Devin Alexander and Victor Ortiz, which was a fight I completely forgot about. I completely forgot this fight was even happening, and it well, was happening on something. Fox. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, apparently, 1.1 million people did not Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> which which is, I wanted to touch on that, man. I mean, I mean, I think, um, I mean, number one, both Devin Alexander and Victor Ortiz are, 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 are fighters that, like, I mean, if you really think about it, man, they're almost hitting, like, a 10-year a stretch of when they were becoming rising stars where we thought, like, oh, man, like, Victor Ortiz was being tagged as the next golden boy, you know? And I was like, well, okay. And, and Devin Alexander, he he had the fight. I mean, remember, he had that the Bradley fight, you know, the infamous Bradley fight that happened in the, at the Pontiac Silverdome. Um, it, it that was like years ago, man. Like at one forty, um, and and so much time has passed. So you know, I got a chance to watch the fight, man. But oh, we, we, uh, this is another situation, man. Where granted, not the most exciting fight, but Devin Alexander clearly got robbed in this fight. I mean, I don't, I don't think there's any disputing that they they called it a draw, and. It's unfortunate, man, because, you know, Devin Alexander is not a guy that is really going to get a lot of looks. You know, will, will he get I mean, maybe he'll fight Spence. You know, is that an option for him in June, you know, when he goes to fight in Texas? Uh, or maybe he fights Victor Ortiz. That, again, I'm, I, I won't be shocked if either one of those guys fights Spence because, you know, <laughs> nobody's wanted to fight him <laughs> as far as, you know, the options that are there, which I guess is a segue to... The Showtime fight that we saw. So, Danny Garcia, Brandon Rios, 
Um, well, let me get your take on what you saw from. Did you see the fight in in, in like the whole fight itself? Um, yeah, I've seen. You know, I've seen bits and pieces of, of both fights, but I've seen enough to be able to talk intelligently about it. But let me tell you this real fast. Um, when it comes down, man, to um, Danny Garcia, we love him. He's from Philly. But I have a problem with Danny Garcia. I have a problem with with, uh, with uh, Thurman. I mean, with Porter. And... You know, first of all, I have a problem with who Danny fights. Like, okay, everybody's going crazy. Danny should have beat Brandon Reels like this. I mean, we're talking about a guy that could barely get a punch off against Pacquiao. You know? <clears throat> and, and advanced age Pacquiao. And this is the same guy, I believe, that he lost to Mike Alvarado the second time, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, clearly he was on his way out. I just don't see how you use him as a barometer for greatness. You know, with that being said, um, <clears throat> I find it interesting that everybody's talking about Sean, you know, that Keith um, Earl Spence, and nobody wants to fight Terrence Crawford. And Keith Thurman, I mean, Sean Porter's running around the ring trying to get Keith Thurman, he's running around the ring trying to get Danny. And I'm just like, yo, you're complaining about dates when these two killers need partners. Mm hmm. Like, step up and fight them. Like, yep. step up and fight them. And that's the biggest problem I have, man, with this whole thing, man, is that nobody's really putting yourself out there, man, and vulnerable, you know, to say, hey, you know what? We're going to fight you. Yeah, and, and and then, you know, the whole thing with, you know, Porter getting in the ring and that whole ordeal, like, you know, I'm going to fight. It's And it's funny because Keith Thurman's sitting there while people want him to fight Spence, he's sitting there like not minding having to fight either one of these guys again. And I'm like, mm-hmm. um, now again, like to your original point, like I I think Thurman's um, he he he's deserved of a, a tune up fight because you know the whole thing with his elbow, which I think is happening like May nineteenth or like some sometime in May. Uh, so you know we'll see his return there. I'm assuming he's gonna fight one of those guys. Now, does that mean Danny and Porter fight first, and then the winner of that fights him? Um, it's just crazy because Spence is sitting there, like you said, and and I think you know the the reality of of uh, Terrence Crawford being the next you know belt holder. You know, after April, when you know he scheduled to fight Jeff Horn for the WBO title, I look. I, I was saying, like, yo, like, why don't you ha- if you want a world title, and, and Thurman's not going to be the option. Let's just say for this year, why don't you try to get the two other titles? You know, it, like I just don't, I just don't get it. You know, and look, even with even like when you think about trying to market a fight, there's history between Terence Crawford and, and with Danny Garcia. There's a rivalry. Why can't you set that fight up? You know, yeah, you don't want to. It's, uh, it's yeah, man. It, it, it's this year. I think by the summertime, the welterweight division is gonna it, it, is what we were talking about last year. Is was gonna be two great whites, or let, or let's just say one great white and one tiger shark, 
and then you have <laughs> these little you you have these little minnows and you have these like bonitas and maybe like a sailfish not a sailfish but maybe like a like a, a what do you call it um like a mahi mahi you know like like a dolphin and and and, mm-hmm. and at some point man one of these guys is going to have to go through that threshold what, they you're going to have to and i think Terrence Crawford in particular, you know, the, the the big thing with him is he hasn't had a fight at 147. And I think when people see what I believe will happen with this fight with Jeff Horn, people are just going to say, well, OK, you know, we, you know, we, you know, he's arrived. But we still have to see that happen. But I think for Danny Garcia, man, there's no reason why he can't fight like a, a top level guy. I mean, look, I guess if they do the Porter fight, then whatever. Um, but then, you know, with, I don't know what happens with Keith Thurman, who he fights and who with Spence, who he fights. So it's kind of open season, but it, it's almost as if like these guys are trying to like, you know, moonwalk away from like fighting this guy to kind of like, you know, make a left to turn and fight this guy and that, you know, and then avoid that guy and kind of the same old we biz, you know? I, I, knew we, I knew we were in trouble, man, when... When Porter was taking pictures of them, yeah, and that them was on Instagram. funny. <laughs> Instagram, man, I'm like, yo, come on, man. He was, he took a picture, had a whole shrine about freaking, you know, Terrence Crawford. Then you turn around, and last week he had a whole shrine about freaking Earl Spence. It was like, come on, man. Yeah, that's why I was doing the Houdini joint. Like we were calling. <laughs> how many? How many? Oh my yeah, god, it's yeah. crazy. It's crazy, it's crazy yeah. but. You know, I just, for me, man, I really need Danny to step up and fight Spence or uh, the winner of um, Crawford Horn? No, uh, yeah, and Terrence Crawford. Yeah. I don't see why not. Yeah, and I don't want to hear anything about, oh, well, you need to sign the contract. And and to be honest, I don't want to hear about uh, Porter either. Like, you know, I just think that if Danny's not going to fight Porter, then you know you need to fight somebody. Right, and based on and based on the ratings that we saw, <laughs> you know they can't really be talking about you know high ratings and, and you know you're not this and person. Cash you know. cow and all that other. Yeah, because look, Ter- I don't want to hear none of yeah. those key words coming out your mouth. Yeah, because look, Terrence Crawford has had an average of like a million views when he was fighting on HBO, and his last couple of fights on on ESPN have had high high ratings so you know we can and that's the thing man you know the 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 fans know this you know we know this so um i i don't know i i think i think danny again like he's not he's not a bad fighter you know like i just think he he he's he's taking the route that you know, you could kind of see it as clear as day. You know, like it's not. You don't. T- it doesn't take a rocket scientist. Um, but again, I don't. He fights Porter. Like I said, if he fights Porter and that's the fight for like let's just say the summertime, then fine. You know, like it, that. That's what. That's what it's gonna be. But it can be a situation too where he only fights. Like he fights Porter, right? And let's just say he, you know, he wins, and he's like, "All right, well, I'll see you in two thousand twenty or two thousand nineteen." But it's like, "Yo, man, like you're fighting once a year every year," you know, and, and that and that's the thing with these guys, they they're not active guys, man. Um, 
And that's the thing. His dad, and that's what his dad wants. His dad wants him to kind of stay away from it. But like you know, again, man, everybody keeps sending me these angles, man, of freaking Danny hitting this guy. I'm just like, come on, man. Like, what did you expect to happen? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, 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 really, man? What did you expect to happen, man? But that's neither here or there, man. I'm, I'm not really happy with what's going on. It is literally WWF out here, man, or WWE for you younger kids, and it's just more orchestrated uh, stuff. It's not like things where people genuinely dislike each other. No, yeah. we don't, we don't talk, we don't talk to each other, but. You know, shout out to Danny. He won. Like, I need to see more out of him um, before he becomes really, really, really old, man. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but uh, this weekend, man, we actually <laughs> – this is probably the best HBO card that they've put together this year. And it, it, they're doing the whole Superfly – the Superfly card, you know, the the part two – where it's like a triple header of, you know, nothing but flyweights. And um, it's uh, Carlos Quadras is fine, uh, McWilliams, uh, Arroyo. And then um, the guy who I kind of was almost borderline, you know, they were saying like fighter of the year last year. Like he was like kind of runner up, man, because, I mean, he, he knocked out Chocolatito and really beat him. I mean, well, he has two wins over him, but he knocked him out in the second fight. Uh, Srisakis, uh, uh, Sor Rungvasi. He's fighting uh, Juan Francisco uh, Estrada, who was on the undercard of that that card, you know, where, where he knocked Chocolatito out. And they're fighting for, uh, you know, the uh, Rungvasi's uh, uh, WBC Junior Bandweight title. And then uh, I think, uh, oh, and Brian Villalora. Uh, if, if people, um, hey, I, uh, Brian Villalora, I mean, he's, he's, an older, he's an older fighter, but I mean, if you guys haven't seen some of his, like, skipping routines man like his jump rope routines it's just crazy man like his, his routines are nuts man he's fighting for the the vacant wba flyweight title but i don't know if they're televising that but that that might be that might be on like um um hbo latino sometimes they have like other cards on there but that's this weekend um on hbo i don't think there's anything else going on this weekend outside of yeah i think that's it next week you know we're I don't know it's not uh, we're still two weeks away um the the March third date that you know we <laughs> the fight we've been talking about amongst the crew man uh uh, uh Luis uh well on uh, Deontay Wilder and Luis Ortiz uh as far as we know it, it is still on and popping um uh, taking place March third that that same night on HBO they're doing the double header with uh, Sergey Kovalev I forgot who he's fighting. And then the fight I'm more more interested in, um, uh, Dimitri Bivol and Sullivan Barrera for Bivol's WBA light heavyweight title. Now I sent in a picture um, with Andre Ward posted this picture of called and he termed it face to face with him and Bivol. So that was kind of ill. I was like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> Ward's, he's been teasing this return, man, saying, oh, I'm weighing 199 pounds, man. And then, you know, I sent I send you the link, ROD, and you're like, oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Do you think, you, th- you think he's going to, you think he's going to make a return? You know, with, with him, man, you know, we playing these games, like, are you going to get off the pot? Or, you, you know, what are you going to do? And, you know, I really believe, man, that, like, 
I want to say he wants to stay retired, man. But like the pictures prove otherwise. You show me your weight. Yeah. You show me different diets. You show me face offs. Like <clears throat> it looks like you're coming back, man. And to be honest, man, if that's the case, then that's great. But like it's just a lot of this stuff, man. It's just not like how it used to be. Like you know, let's you know, let's let's uh, say what we're gonna do. Let's just do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. We make mistakes in life, but if you're going, you're going to fight this bull, fight him. If you're going to retire, retire. Let's not, you know, let's just stop having these black album type moments, you know? <laughs> you know, you, you, you give me encore and you come back with Kingdom Come two years later and it's like, come on, dog. I thought you was like really done. <laughs> you know, but whatever, man. They, they like it. I, I, I love it. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, we'll 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 see with Ward, man. I mean, I know he's teasing he's teasing the idea, and it's only February, so I mean, we'll we'll uh we'll see. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much the show, man. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, talking about the super flyweight card, and you know, like I said, a couple of weeks, we got the Luis Ortiz and um and Deontay Wilder fight. Can't wait for that. Um, this this guy, uh, Jamal Charles, on the undercard fighting this dude, Hugo Santeno Jr. Uh-huh. And, and uh yeah, we'll <laughs> Is you good? You good? Are you yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, we're gonna find we're gonna find out a lot of things, man. And um unfortunately, um you know, we we talked about Danny and you know, those guys. You just wonder, you know, how much are really gonna be um stop, you know, I mean I, yeah, so that that and you just wonder, man, like, what are these guys going to do? Because this year is just a dry, yeah, dry, dry, dry. I mean, when you said it before, I really didn't believe it. And then I was looking at it, and I'm like, man, this is sandpaper. Yep. This is really coarse, I mean, Yeah, the, the so, whole, yeah, the thing, as far as big fights, yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're I mean, think about it. The, the, the biggest fight for the first half of this year is the biggest fight from last year. If you think hmm. about it, it is. And, mm-hmm. and and then when you think about the fall, like you, you start to think like, what's a really big fight? Because look, I'm 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 already of of the belief that Wilder. I mean, look, let's just say he beats Ortiz and Joshua has his. You know, he he beats Parker. I don't think we're getting that fight in the fall because they're already talking about oh. Joshua fighting Baby Miller in Brooklyn. You know, which would be kind of like his first United States. You know fight so when you think about the fall man they ain't, there's not like a lot to pick from like when you if they don't somehow like make a fight that we're like yo with that came out of nowhere but i don't know man i mean it, it could be a, and it's funny train kind of hit on it he, he he he's been saying it like since last month that it's gonna be a dry year yeah, it is. It is not good, man. And to be honest, I thought we were in a boxing match. I didn't think that, uh, you know, I didn't think this was like, you know, it, it. You know what? And I'll leave it like this: with Keith Thurman, with not Keith Thurman, but with Sean Porter, those pictures I sent you today, it sums up this year. Got a lot of people sitting on the fence that could really fight each other, but they they rather be Facebook friends and say. Hey, give a shout out to my man. He's fighting. Whoa, whoa, no! Why don't you fight him? Yeah. 
and you know, so I just feel like this is gonna be it's gonna be a real silent year, and uh, you know, unfortunately, man, it's, it's gonna be probably one of those years where um, you know we're, we're gonna be like, well, what happened if this person fights? It's gonna be a lot of if ands or buts. Yeah, yeah, that's so, a good point. You know, and. They don't make them like they used to, man. So hopefully somebody will step up, man, and they'll fight. And uh, hopefully in June that fight is real good. And, um, you know, hopefully we can get, you know, next week that fight is good. And we can get, a, a you know, a couple, couple others going on, man. It'll be great. So. Yeah. But, all right, man. So yeah, we're uh, yeah we're out of here, man. Follow us on Instagram at Garja Grill Boxing. You can follow me uh, at Roberto underscore Flack on Instagram as well. Uh, Facebook.com slash GYG Boxing. And that is it, man. Tune in next week, and we're out. Peace.